Good evening, everyone. I know it's wet. I know it's cold. I know it's blustery. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. There we go. Great to have you here um, at the Rothko Chapel. I see many, many, many good friends and people who predate me by well, a couple of years who could tell stories about the chapel that I can only repeat. So that's, and some I can't, but it's really great to have you all here. On the eve of World AIDS Day, which you may or may not know, was initiated by the United Nations in 1988 and observed on December 1st, it's my pleasure to have you in this place tonight. Our mission is dedicated to creating opportunities for individual and communal spiritual growth and fostering engagement with critical social justice issues. All of this grounded in the affirmation of the importance of sacred spaces where the spirit can be renewed for our walk and our work in the world. Tonight, to that end, I would like to hold a moment of silence to center our thoughts on the focus of tonight's program and our time together. As we lift up the names of musicians this evening, let us also remember people, people both in this country and throughout the world, who have been victims of discrimination and hate, even unto death, because of their sexuality and their commitment to live fully as human beings, complete with inherent worth and dignity. In this moment of silence and throughout the program, I would ask you to please silence your cell phones and refrain from taking pictures or recording tonight's meditation, which is being recorded and will be posted online. For in doing so, you heighten the sacredness of this space and deepen the meaning of our time together. Please, a moment of silence. Since the 1980s, <clears throat> the Rothko Chapel has been an important sanctuary for Houstonians impacted by HIV AIDS, ensuring the humanization of the disease. Over the decades, we have hosted memorial services for community members who died from AIDS-related complications. The chapel has created safe spaces for their loved ones to grieve. We've hosted panels on the changing nature of HIV and those impacted by the disease, and held early morning meditations focused both on grief and the necessary power of hope. Tonight, it's our privilege to present the homecoming concert, A Sonic Memorial. This transformational work first debuted as an audiovisual memorial on the National Mall in Washington, D.C in August 2023 as part of the Beyond Granite Pulling Together exhibition 
an initiative of the nonprofit organization Monument Lab, composed by my good friend, artist, and University of Virginia professor Ashon Crawley. This work focuses on the impact of the AIDS crisis in black communities in the United States between 1980 and 2005. Songs performed are written in honor of, to, and about musicians, singers, and choir directors from the black church tradition and black queer musicians that were victims of the AIDS crisis and are offered tonight to remember and to wish them well on their journey to otherwise and beyond. Tonight's Houston debut features the Philip Hall Singers, the William Grant Still String Quartet, organists Abdul Hamid Royal and percussionist Vernon Daniels. During the performance, the names of musicians, singers, and choir directors who have passed will be read by the Reverend Dr. Jerry Maynard with Kindred, a multifaceted progressive reconciling evangelical Lutheran Church in America, a diverse ministry located in the heart of the Montrose neighborhood. In closing tonight, I want to lift up the Rothko Chapel staff and volunteers, especially our public programs team, Kelly Johnson and Ana Martinez, for all they do in stewardship of this place, art, principles, and values that have trusted to our care. And with that, it's again my privilege and deep pleasure to present Dr. Ashon Crowley. Thank you all for being here and welcome to Homegoing Live. Um, I wanna begin by thanking people as well to the musicians, to Vernon Daniels, to Dr. Ann Lundy and the Wilmstill String Quartet, to my good friend and organist, Abdul Hamid Robinson Royal, and to the Philip Hall singers for helping to realize, all of you, for helping to realize the music that we will sing today. Um, I also wanna thank my friends who are here and who are also not here because they are always with me. I carry them with me and I appreciate them for being with me this entire year um, working on this project. Special thanks, of course, to Rothko Chapel, to Anna Martinez and Kelly Johnson for all of your help, especially with logistics. And a special thanks to the volunteers and also to my friend, David Leslie, who quite literally answered a very random email um, of me asking if we could have a conversation about possibly collaborating on a project myself with Rothko Chapel. I'm appreciative for the openness of the conversation that led to us being here tonight. And thank you all um, for being here to bear witness. Um, I'm gonna read a few words from a book that I'm working on that's about this project too. Father, pastor, mother preacher, brother musician, me, singer. We attended church almost daily. We fellowship with lots of other churches in New Jersey, New York, and though less frequently, other states as well. Members of the Pentecostal congregation, the Church of God in Christ, my sense of belonging and community was felt because there were annual gatherings at our church, in other churches in our, in our neighborhood, 
and also in Memphis, Tennessee, Kojix, or Church of God in Christ's headquarters. One year, my parents attended the annual Holy Convocation in November, likely 1991 or 92, and my brother and I stayed behind in New Jersey with our uncle Thomas, my father's brother. And because New Jersey Public Schools had its annual teachers convention through the New Jersey Education Association, I was able to stay home at my uncle's house both Thursday and Friday of that week. He had a lot of video cassettes from church services, gospel concerts, and live choir recordings. I watched one particular video of a choir from, the De from Delaware and was moved. There was a song about being prepared for a difficult life but enduring, another song about how nice it is to be on the Lord's side, and another song about good news. I watched the video cassette over and over again, but not because of the singing. Those two days I watched it over and over again because I could not believe what I was witnessing, something still difficult for many to name because there still is so much shame. The choir director was dying and it was apparent. Too young, he had an emaciated body, his hair was thin, and he was balding. At times, he had a voice that would crack and stretch and leave. Too young to know what it meant I was 11 or 12 years old, I still understood that he, quote, had AIDS. Because of the whispers and the rumors and the gossip that I was able to catch in snatches here and there every now and then. I knew these things about him because it was the early 90s, and there was lots of hushed conversation about people, um, often though not only men, that were quite literally here yesterday, directing the choir, playing the Hammond organ, and leading solos, sometimes all three at the same time, today, and quite literally gone tomorrow. I was entranced. In the middle of the video recording during a long praise break, the choir director cut the music and said to the audience the following, the doctor said I would not live, the doctor said I wouldn't make it, I lost all this weight, didn't know what was gonna happen. But I want you to know tonight that I give God praise. I want you to know tonight that God is a healer. If you need healing, God is a healer. If you need deliverance, God is a deliverer tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I tell you this, this thing is for real. We not playing church, we may not live like you want us to live, but we love God. And this is a time that we need to stop playing church and let God have his way, end quote. The very next year, after the choir director voiced these words, he died. A year before the video recording with the words about God's healing power was released. The video I was watching was already past tense. He was already gone. This disappearance is the context for the songs that I've written for Homegoing. An echo, a sound, a desire to reckon with the past and to produce a more just and present future. Homegoing is an attempt to honor the so many musicians, singers, and choir directors, folks like the choir director from Delaware. So tonight we gather to sing, to lament, to celebrate, and to honor. And it is my hope and my prayer that you are moved as I have been moved by their lives. Thank you. And now we will sing. <laughs>
remember tonight Charles, Jasper, Dennis, Kevin, Garfield, Derek, Reggie, Michael, Redverse, Jean Marie, Sam, Sylvester, Frederick, Aaron, Kalu, Mel, Lawrence, Ernesto, Kenneth, Philip, Sam, Mark, Stephen, Colin, Max, Carlos, Bob. Jose, James, Curtis, Melvin, Arnell, Ron, Richard, Andrew, Derek, Randolph, Conrad, Will, Cecil, John, Stinson, Michael, Max, Anton, Ronnie, Keith, Eric, David, Stephen, Jeffrey, Jose, Michael, Jean, Ronnie, Jerry, Jim, Jay, Carlton, Kevin, Joseph, Dick, David, Donald, Guillermo, John, Joseph, Rod, Morris, Christian, Jamil, James. Miho, Donald Walter, Lester Howard, Hafiz, Ben, William Wesley, Mert, Craig, BJ, Rotimi, Roy, Derek, William, Jimmy, Charles, Reva, Devon, Rafi, Michael, Teddy, Fred, Lloyd, Ray, Jeff, Harvey, Howard, William, Carl, James, and Daryl.
We remember tonight Anton, Arturo, Jay, Don, Douglas, Rodney, James, Anthony, Bruce, Michael, Patrick, Diego, Daryl, Alan, Michael, Ronald, Jonathan, Irvine, Ray J Jason, Ray, Aldolphus, Arthur, Tyrone, Davis, Daryl, David, Donald, Bruce, Gladstone, Gary, George, Ian, Alan, William, Reginald, Thomas, Jeffrey, Donald, Anthony, Carlton, Simon, Tony, Leonard, Owen, Chris, Adam, Marvin, and Milton, Brian, Matthew, Jeffrey, Thomas, Lyndon, Elton, James, Henry, Darnell, Joseph, James, Emery, Amini, Alvin, Ronald, Alton, Jerome, George, Roddy, Lawrence, Albert, Theodore, Ronald, Melvin, Ronald, Lennox, Lenny, Martin, Leo, Alexander, Rick, Grafton, Donald, Edward, Roosevelt, AJ, Melvin, Robert, Kenneth, Sandy, Jason, Tommy, Michael, William, David, Mac, Michael, Allen, Fred, Lyle, Edmund, Booker, Tyrone, Donald, Ray, Cecil, Charles, Chaz, James, David, Darnell, Wesley, Reginald, Jay, Gary, Allen, Stephen, Michael, Daryl, Edward, Robert, Frederick, Philip, Samuel, Ray, Emil, Lee, and Allen.
We also remember our family, Ortiz, Puji, Alan Jerome, Eric Rick, James, Dale, Philip, Jeffrey Thomas, Charles Edwin, Ellis. Henry Lewis, Dwayne, Kevin, Gilbert, Michael, Paul, Russell, Charles, Michael, Larry, Frederick, James Leroy, Benjamin Schubert, David Warren, Henry Franklin, Joseph, Albert Terrell, Alfonso Julius, Howard, Luis Roberto, William Bill, Anthony, Pooge, Freddie, Jeffrey, John Edward, Clarence Thomas, Milton, Eric Don, Gwen, Jesse J, Richard, Tim, Michael Christopher, Jordan Tyrone, Cleveland, Tony, Ernest, Dwight, John, Henry, Marshall, Kenneth, Ernest, Jeffrey. Freeman, Kelsey, Raymond, Raphael, Shane, Edward, Curtis, Bernardo, Clarence Edward, Jerome Edward, Roger Keith, Leon, Roger, Donald Ray, Gregory Delane, Stephen, William Clifford, Pete, William, Claudia, James Tyrone, Michael Craig, Eddie, Africa, Bruce, Howard, Wesley, Stephen Anthony, Bobby, Franklin, Michael Lewis, Ivory, David, Patrick, Madam Edna, Ian, Jason, Mark Anthony, Michael Allen, James, Reginald J, Walter Rico, Ray, Lead, William, Larry. David Dawood, Richard, Michael, Louis Stormy, Olanda, John, and Walter.
not sure what I want to say. <laughs> Except that, um, I don't know what it was, about five years ago, we met. We had the privilege of being at a Shaker Fellowship in upstate New York. Twelve random strangers on a train or something like that. And I had the privilege of my last session, we were in a small group together. There's something about people who are creative that have that ability to take, I think, what's innate in all of us, a little bit of creativity, and then give it form. I don't think Ashton Crowley ever sleeps. <laughs> this man oozes creativity. And tonight was powerful. I, I think I gave you a lineage here in this chapel around World AIDS Day and humanizing that which we don't humanize. There's a saying, you know, you die twice, once when you die and when you're forgotten. And the reading of the names, again, humanizes a third death, which is where we institutionalize the loss of memory. So Ashon, Dr. Lindy, it's great to have you back here again. Choir, Dr. Lundy, everybody, it's just great here. Commissioner Ellis and a lot of good friends. Um, thank you all for coming. Uh, do come back. Our next big program here will be on uh, Martin Luther King's birthday. We always have a program on the 15th of January. In sort of the somewhat the same spirit, this year we're going to be looking at the uh, public health epidemic, pandemic of gun violence, not only in our community, but in America and around the world. So I know it, it, it's one of those things like HIV and a lot of things. None of us are exempt. But we don't always come together in community because we're afraid or ashamed to talk about it. But it's in the power community that we get the spirit and I think the strength to go out back as we go out tonight and see the broken obelisk de dedicated to the living legacy of Dr. King, which gives us the power to keep going, keep working, keep walking. So thank you all for coming. Safe travels. Go in peace. Thank you. <laughs>